0: Ladies and gentlemen, we're expecting some moderate turbulence.
1: Please remain seated and enjoy the show. Hello.
0: <laughs> and welcome to...
1: Moderate Turbulence. I'm Jeremy. I'm Adele.
0: Hi, Adele.
1: Hi, Jeremy.
0: Who's with you today, Adele? Jeremy. Other than Jeremy.
1: <laughs> Roxy.
0: And who are we talking about today?
1: Roxy. <laughs> we're
0: going to talk about Roxy. Wow, she really shies away from me sometimes. I swear she loves me. Roxy. We're going to talk all about Roxy on this episode uh, because we're going to talk about what it's like traveling with a pet in cabin. So flying with Roxy.
1: Yeah, so um, we briefly talked about it in the last episode. We've been flying back and forth um, a lot for weddings the past uh, couple weekends. So this weekend we've just been trying to relax and do as minimal amount of things as possible just because <laughs> Recover, we haven't yeah. been able to yeah. for the past two weeks so or three weeks I don't know it's Roxy <laughs> um so yeah, I mean, we've been living in Vancouver for pretty much a year now uh we're coming up on it it's two weeks away from a year and uh Roxy's been at least traveling. Back and forth between Vancouver and Calgary. Um, Before we got recalled, she went to Montreal a couple times. Yeah. And um, we brought her back to Montreal one week ago when we went to Caitlin's wedding. So lots of traveling with this little cuteness. And we're just going to talk about the process.
0: Yeah. So, of course, we're both airline employees. So we use our, our travel benefits Uh, whenever we're flying and uh, it's a little bit more of an added challenge when we have to fly with Roxy because number one depending where we're seated on the aircraft there are some seats that are known as restricted where you can't have a pet in cabin there's no room under the seat in front of you to place uh, a kennel for for your dog now we're going to show a picture up here as well of Roxy in her kennel it acts as a little backpack as well It'll probably be right up around here somewhere. Um, So it acts as a little backpack. So uh, Adele usually wears the backpack while we're walking through the airports. And then when we actually sit down on the aircraft, the kennel goes on its side and then underneath the seat in front of us so that there's like a little mesh area where Roxy can always have eye contact with us. Um, So the other sort of... uh, Challenge that we have to face is we can't just walk to the or walk inside the airport and go to our gates. We have to actually go talk to an agent, make sure Roxy is registered on the flight. make sure there's not too many dogs already on the flight uh because there are limits to how many pets you can have in cabin uh so we always check all of that information beforehand and when it's good to go, we go register on the flight, pay for her uh to be on the flight, and then we take it from there,
1: yeah, so usually when we bring her along, we have to plan to be there at least a couple hours before our flight because if we just travel, the two of us carry on, we can get away with stepping foot inside the airport an hour before our departure time.
0: Like easily. Because we um because we are rake holders, which means we have like a security badge, we get to go through the same line as like Nexus and things like that. So it's a much quicker avenue through the airport.
1: Yeah. So with Roxy, it makes we have to be a bit more um, timely with our arrival. <laughs> um, so we have to line up, and this summer it was very, very busy at airports. We all um, were, you know, seeing the pictures coming out, and and we've talked about it as well on the podcast of here are you hold her, okay, Hi, Roxy of you know the crazy uh, airports and like. Toronto and London and all those all the bags and so it got a bit busy this summer so I think we've waited a, almost an hour once to register her yeah. I don't know if this was in Vancouver or Montreal but we've waited uh, mm-hmm. a while but we plan ahead and we we plan for these things so and we of course have to pay for her so it's um
0: there's an added cost yeah
1: it actually costs her more. To fly than us, <laughs> yeah. So that's a little annoying,
0: but, but worth it. Because look at her.
1: Um, we've only ever traveled domestically with her. So, I mean, we have gone to Seattle with her by car, mm-hmm. but it's a lot more. Uh, it's a lot simpler to travel with a dog uh, going across a border by land than it is to fly across the border. Um, they technically should check the same things, but they're a bit more um stringent and yeah at the airport security so maybe one day we'll fly with her somewhere internationally but for now it's only been domestic and it's been good like she's gotten used to it um at first she was very nervous and then she got a bit used to it and then she got nervous again but we kind of developed a routine with when we have to fly with roxy we make sure to first walk her in the morning try or just before the yeah. the flight we try to get her off leash try to get her running try to get her to expend that energy. energy yeah for sure so she's not as wound up and she has a bit of tiredness come up so that when she's on the flight she can just you know relax a little bit mm-hmm. um
0: Um, My other big joke is I always say Roxy loves a pod. Uh, On some of our wide body aircraft, of course, we have the the full like pods for people to sit in. And when Adele gets one of those seats and there's lots of room under the seat in front of her for Roxy, Roxy tends to like that because you're private. There's no other people around. It's just you and your pod. And then Roxy can stare up at mommy.
1: Yeah, she's just because she's a nervous dog. She's a rescue. So she definitely it's better for her to not see any other person. Um, And of course, like, she's cute. So whenever people do see her, they just want to come up to her and pet her and get all (laughs) up in her face. And it's just, she's not the social people dog that can withstand that she's very shy and Mm -hmm. if you come up to her too quickly she's just gonna get scared yeah so it's just way better to have that privacy of a pod but that that's a perk that we're very lucky to be able to um take advantage of sometimes but sometimes you know we're
0: it's been a a while since we've had her in a pod to be honest
1: well since august
0: august did Oh, when you took, yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> when we went home in August, but yeah, sometimes we're Luck lucky draw, sometimes yeah. we're we're not so lucky, but yeah when when we can we're we're happy to to have that, and mm-hmm. that's not something that's a tip or anything, because of course, not everybody can afford, we would never be able to afford to fly in uh business class yeah. uh if it wasn't for those perks, so it's just I th- I would say get a carrier that your dog is comfortable in. I mm-hmm. uh, like so get them used to the carrier before the flight. Definitely yep. don't just randomly buy one and then put them in and then bring them to the airport. Yeah. That won't work. Um you know, make sure it's comfortable for them. So maybe put like a little blanket or something that they're familiar with so they can, you know, feel like it's their own personal uh space and um Definitely, if you can, at least a little walk or something before the flight to just get their little nervous energy out. Mm-hmm. Some airports have... Uh,
0: Pet relief areas.
1: Yeah, but not all of them mm-hmm. uh, in Canada. we There's one in Calgary and there's yeah. one in Montreal. There's
0: a few in Calgary, yeah. Um, apparently, there's one in Vancouver. We haven't found it yet. Like I was looking online to, to try and find it. Uh, but we've definitely found the ones in Montreal and Calgary. And in Toronto, there's one in Toronto right by the security.
1: Oh, yeah. In Toronto, it's and it's nice and secluded in Toronto. So it's um it's a good it's a good one in Toronto. Mm-hmm. She's never been to the Toronto airport, though. um, But yeah, and she's also gone used to going in the airport because the first couple times that we've flown with her and I introduced her to those areas. Of course, a lot of other dogs use those areas and a lot it doesn't of different smell, smells, yeah. Well, it doesn't smell very good if you're standing around there. Um, but now she's gotten used to to that, so she goes if she needs to.
0: Does her little business, yep.
1: Yeah. So um yeah. The I think the longest flight we've taken her on is like a four hour flight. So yeah. from Vancouver to Montreal. About or, four or hours. Or vice versa, yeah. So yeah, four, four and a half hours, which it's quite long. She she has to stay in her carrier the whole time on the flight. She can't come out. I can take her up on the lap my lap, um, and like put my hand in and pet her or stuff, but she can't yeah. come out or anything. So
0: that's just, why like
1: an international flight might be really long, yeah. It might be very long. Although I feel with her getting used to it, it could be plausible at some point. But mm. at the same time, traveling with a pet incurs a lot of extra costs whether it's the airline or the hotel Mm -hmm. or everything like there's extra pet fees for everything so (laughs) if we can just have like our friends or our family just watch her while we're away it's much easier and then she's also much more comfortable if she's at home as much as she likes to be with us She's, she's better if she's just home. Yeah.
0: And just to give a little more insight, uh, if you're bringing a pet in cabin, so your pet has to fit within the dimensions of an acceptable kennel or carrier, usually soft sided is better. Um, And your pet has to be able to stand up within the carrier uh, for them to come on board the aircraft. So we don't want any pets that are squished into a little carrier and stuffed under the seat and be really uncomfortable for the flight. That's not the point. Mm -hmm the pet has to be able to travel comfortably. Otherwise there's other ways to travel with your pet. Some airlines will allow pets in cargo. Uh, and then usually you'll see like big crates or carriers with, uh, with larger pets that, that go in the cargo area.
1: Yeah. That's how actually I brought my, uh, dog belly back from France. She traveled, uh, in the hold cause she's a, she's a bigger dog. She's like mm-hmm. a medium sized dog. So she she wouldn't be able to be in the cabin. yeah. Um, and that was, that was fine. I, well, I did travel internationally with her, uh, I guess, but that was also very easy. Just paid a $30 fee when I arrived in Canada. <laughs> and that was, that I-C-P-Z. was it. It showed my yeah. proof of, of rabies for her. And that, that was that. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's not that difficult to travel internationally <laughs> with, with animals, but it just costs a lot. And, I don't find it necessarily fair to the animal to just bring them around all the time. As much as we think it's it's fun to have them around, I feel like it's putting them under stress. Yeah. And every time Roxy's in the kennel in the in the aircraft, she just tries to get out of it. She scratches a little bit, and she just doesn't understand why she's in this environment. Has to be in a in a kennel, but every other situation, she's free like like this so yeah
0: yeah there's a little added stress but it's still the most convenient way to get from point a to point b long distance with our dog Hi. oh you've become a good traveler you get all the attention when we're flying too everybody wants to see you they don't care about us
1: (laughs) oh yeah the passengers crew members are always so excited to see her which is which is fun because you're like oh okay if she's like makes a little noise everybody's doesn't mind as much because she's cute
0: yeah but uh, i'm not gonna lie the majority of the times when we're leaving the flight people are like oh there's a dog i had no idea for that whole flight that you had a dog with you that happens quite often um the other thing If we're in the airport and many airports, she doesn't have to be in the kennel. She can be walking on a leash. Um, And then people gravitate towards a cute little fluffy dog. Uh, If the owners of the dog say she's really nervous or my dog's really nervous, not really great around humans... That's not an invitation to be like, I'm the dog whisperer. I'm going to get close to your dog. That usually means, hey, you know what? Back off a little bit. Give the dog some distance. Uh, We've had a few encounters like that where people are like, oh, what a cute dog. We're like, yeah, she's a little nervous, you know? And they're like, oh, that's great. And start petting her or getting up close to her or making little noises. Um, And we're just like, yeah, we told you she's nervous for a reason so that you don't just go up to her and start, you know, intimidating her in some way. Give her some space. So... Let that be a lesson to everybody out there. You're not the dog whisperer. If someone says, don't touch my dog, don't touch your dog, don't touch their dog.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we've had that recently. I mean, it happens all the time, but a special circumstance um, just last month mm-hmm. when we were coming back from Calgary and yeah, this this one Woman wouldn't leave us alone, and I had to physically walk away with Roxy to get her to to not, you know, be in Roxy's face because she it was still like mask mandate was upon us, and it was she removed her mask to get inches from Roxy to make high pitched sounds weird
0: noise, yeah,
1: to get reactions out of Roxy. It was just the weirdest thing, mm-hmm. and it's just like, you know, woman, you can get away from <laughs> no, us now.
0: No, thank you. We'll yeah. pass.
1: But, I mean, that comes uh, back. We didn't mention it, but no more masks on planes.
0: Oh, yes, that's right. Finally. Oh, we've done one flight now where masks were not required, and yeah, we flew from Montreal back here to Vancouver. with No masks. How did you like it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I was still kind of hung over from the <laughs> wedding, so I was very tired, but it was interesting and it was, it was also very nice to see crew members' faces again. Like, yeah, yeah, I can finally smiles. recognize people yeah. because I feel like people could still recognize me, but... I was very bad at recognizing people with masks. Yeah. I was like, I think I might know that person, but I'm yeah, not really yeah. sure. So, it's just nice people are not going to wear masks. I can see their faces and I can know for sure if I know them or not. Yep. It's just it's just nice like we're finally seem to be over this, you know, like
0: that sense of normalcy, it's like it's not 100% there, but it's like the light is visible at the end of the tunnel now.
1: Yeah. yeah. And hey, just also Quick note if you are comfortable wearing a mask and you still want to, definitely that's still something that is completely normal. Like, I feel like it was like not half and half, maybe like 40, 60 on the plane. Mm -hmm. 60 obviously weren't wearing masks anymore, but a good amount of people were still wearing masks on the plane, and that's perfectly fine. Yeah, A Um, few of
0: the crew members were were still wearing masks, and again, that's perfectly fine. Absolutely.
1: It's just like it's not mandatory anymore. So, of course, the ones who don't want to won't, but if you still want to and you still feel more comfortable wearing a mask, definitely do so. It's completely okay and nobody's going to judge you or look at you weird for doing so, you yeah. know? Especially yeah. if you're not feeling well, that's when people should be wearing masks to yeah. protect others at that point. So, yeah. If you need to travel and you have a bit of a cold or something like, definitely wear that mask, you know. Yep,
0: agreed. Agreed
1: 100%. All right. Well, I think this wraps up uh this episode. <laughs> And, you know, remember if you're traveling out there,
0: always be nice to your flight attendants because they might have pets too. No, that doesn't work. Always be nice to your flight attendants.
1: Because they might have to save your butt one day.
0: (laughs) Thanks, everybody.
1: Goodbye. (laughs) Good girl. girl. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. We have new episodes every Wednesday. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Moderate Turbulence on Instagram at Mod Turbulence on Twitter and follow us individually on Instagram at Huffy J and at La Delvie. Thank you.